0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Pitt football podcast. Nick Hedrick alongside Zay Stewart. Season ended on a bit of a rough note, but we got a lot more to talk about. Some brighter uh, horizons ahead, perhaps, is the best way to uh, summarize it. But Zay, we got to have your intro first, so take it away.
0: Neal, 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 neal. what's going on, everybody? We're back and we're most certainly better. And you already know what time it is. And my main man, Nick, and you already know it's your boy's day too much coming back. So what we got going on, we got some great news. We got some cool news. We got some extravagant news. We got bad news. Hopefully not bad news. But, you know, we're <laughs> kicking off the day right, going right now. So what you got? What, you, what we got
1: going on, Nick? Uh, we have a lot. We have a lot going on season, obviously coming to an end, Pitt finishing at three and nine. We have some big changes with with, uh, Coach Frank's Signetti being let go uh, or not renewed, I guess is the right term to use there. Uh, Just a lot of things going on to uh, end your season. We'll try to break them down as only we can here on uh, Believe in Pitt. Uh, But say, I know you like to get the bad out of the way. So we'll start with the Duke game. Is that okay with you?
0: uh yeah you know what let's just start with the new game we might as well because it's bad news and then there's more bad news but let's just start with the bad there, news. there is
1: extravagant the news as you said coming up maybe i'm not sure what you're referring to but i'm i'll be waiting so i hope everyone else does too
0: oh yeah no 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 doubt there's always extravagant news but let's just knock <laughs> this bad news out the way first yeah you know what bad news is just blah you know it's it, just blah.
1: Some would even call it bad. Um, there's no, there's no parlay cooking. So I don't think that's the extravagant news. Uh, anyway, yeah, that, pit we'll fa-
0: that for the end.
1: <laughs> Pitfalling thirty to uh, nineteen it was kind of the same old song and dance that we've seen a few times this year. Uh, very level game going into halftime. Things looked pretty, pretty promising. Uh, you know, they had some pretty good offensive bright spots from Nate Yarnell and some others. Uh, held the Duke offense in check, but then the game kind of started to slip away. Looked like they might be able to mount some sort of comeback, but unfortunately, uh, third and 15, Yarnell threw an interception uh, there in the end zone, uh, ultimately kind of leading to uh, the end, kind of a whimper of a way to go out. But Pitt finishes the year on three and nine with that 30 to 19 loss. I have to double check that. That's too many threes and nines going around in my head between the record and that final score i had to make sure i wasn't crossing some wires but uh zay not the end of the year they wanted but uh did you see anything in this game that really stood out to you as we head into the uh, long off season here
0: well first you know Pitt did lose you know uh it always it always sucks having to see a L next to the scoreboard but you know i'm just gonna Call it how it is. Let's 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 give some respect to Duke. That was their last senior game, you know, for the seniors at least. And, you know, I got to shout out the kicker for Duke, man. He has a boot. Man, he was kicking field goals for them. And and you got to respect the kicker. Nobody really shows love to kickers, but you want to know something? I feel like kickers deserve love too. So shout out to that Duke kicker because, man, he put the needle in the coffin. And I, I think it... it I, you got to show love to special teams. So shout out to the Duke kicker and their running back, Calhoun, whatever he is, he's a receiver, man, he is a problem. So you got to give them respect. Duke came to play that day and you know what? Speed kills and for surely it killed Pitt. So I, I hate to say it, you got to respect Duke for coming out and playing their hardest. And I, I can say, let's let's talk about Pitt now. Forget about Duke because, you know, I don't, I don't like... Duke, but let's talk about Pitts positives. I think that Pitt, they can take some positives away showing Nate Yarnell, you know, Nate Yarnell definitely put up some, you know, he he struggled a little bit, but I think he, they can take away like, yeah, we have a quarterback that can has a little experience for next year season. And, you know, they have nice receivers, the young receiver and Kendall Johnson, not only, you know, he, he's been putting. A pretty well numbers decent and you know he's been staying consistent as well as he can but you, you also got to remember he's a freshman he's a freshman receiver so you, you got to cut him some slack but he definitely did have a great season he did good on special teams as well you know they have weapons you know they have ne- weapons for next season and I just think that they're, they could smile you know not smile about three and nine but <laughs> they can smile about some things you feel me so I, I think they can take away some little bitty positive. So that's how, that's
1: how I think, bro. What, what do you think, Nick? I think it's great that uh, I have a co-host that can always find these uh, positives because I've seen a lot of people on Twitter, <laughs> on social media, really dunking on this team. And it was a frustrating year, but I think people kind of knew that. Uh, you got to after... stay
0: away from the negatives, bro. Stay away I try. from the negatives. The,
1: the internet's a pretty negative place, but you know what? We got to stay on the positive side of things here. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, we've kind of talked about it the last few weeks, but Nate Yarnell, I think he's proven that he's the real deal. Uh, he's got some time left to develop. We've seen him kind of use his legs. We've seen him make some big throws. We've seen him, as I talked about a couple weeks ago, this the way he draws defenders to kind of move away. The big pump fake was at the Boston College game, I believe. Uh, the big pump fake followed by the big touchdown throw. Uh, He's just really kind of shown some uh, signs of being the guy that can be trusted by this program. And after so many failed uh, transfer quarterbacks, after uh, the Kenny Pickett era ended between Slovis and Dracovic, uh, I think it'd be kind of welcomed if they get a homegrown talent in here who just develops within the team, you know, builds that rapport with the coaches where... I kind of know there was a big deal, uh, some big changes on the offensive coaching end these last couple weeks, so maybe take that comment with a grain of salt. But, I mean, it's a guy who knows the program. He's got that relationship with uh, Coach Narduzzi, at least. Uh, I think it's a great fit, and I think he really showed that he can be trusted, and I think that's something that you need. You need him at the helm. You've got some good playmakers coming back still. Uh, and I think finding your quarterback is kind of the glue that holds that all together. And I'm excited to see what he does next year. And I'm thrilled to see uh, what they're able to do with him uh, kind of running the ship with a whole off season under his belt in these last few uh, starts to close out this year. Well, listen, if we can have Kenny Pickett come back, we'd gladly take him. I mean, come <laughs> on. If we could take him. Listen,
0: Steelers. Hello. We're right next door. We, we need to take our guy back. We need. You to play, play in the same building. Just lend him Ryan, over for a bit. He's right next door he sees us he sees his practice so why don't you just put on a pit uniform one last time and give us a, a, a nice ACC championship ring again yeah I wish that can happen so let's just go from bad to worse you talked about you mentioned about um, some bad news well yeah the offensive coordinator you want, you want to talk about that
1: I, I think we have to it's kind of the biggest news of the week uh, yeah. it's kind of weird both. Pitt uh, football teams, both the pro and college level, uh, offensive coordinators. See you later. Hit the bricks. Uh, Start mm-hmm. with Matt Canada, which was very welcomed by the Steeler faithful, and now the Pitt faithful get to uh, celebrate the end of uh, Frank Signetti uh, after just what was a pretty rough year for this Pitt offense. I think last in yards, second to last in points scored. I might have flipped those, but regardless, those were uh, the statistical uh, rankings within the ACC. And that's not what you want to see. You don't need me to tell you that. But it's very clear that uh, maybe there was going to be a scapegoat that went beyond the players on the field. Uh, It took them three quarterbacks to kind of find any sort of rhythm. And that happened against some teams that, let's just say, weren't as good as some of the competition they saw earlier in the year. So you felt like some changes were going to be made. He ended up being the guy to hit the bricks. Uh, And so now we'll see uh, what Coach Narduzzi Uh, replaces him with here we've seen some names get thrown around uh, already and I'm sure people will continue to speculate online over who's going to be the right man (laughs) for the job and we'll hear a lot of that in the uh, coming weeks but Zay uh, what are your initial thoughts kind of on him leaving and then I know we talked a little bit on air, but you were uh, under coach Signetti you know his your offensive coordinator for a bit if you want to touch on that too but first uh, you know what do you make of this move? Was it the right decision, or do you think it was just the result of, you know, they had some pretty big losses this offseason and they're kind of premature in getting rid of them?
0: Well, 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 big week with just releasing offensive coordinators. Um, honestly, first take me. You know, he's a good guy. He's from Jersey, so you know, I gotta I got <laughs> I got love in my heart for him. You know, I got love in my heart for cousin, but you wanna know something? It, at the end of the day, they, they had to make a move and it was a business decision. And it's, it's a business at the end of the day. So you have to respect that. You know, He's he was the offensive coordinator for two years. You know, I played under him for one year and he was a good good guy. I feel like the, the only thing that I would have to say is that he plays favorites. And the thing about playing favorites is, is it can only get you so far. You know what I'm saying? On, and just in terms of, you know, how just basically off of talent, you know, I don't think that... Playing favorites is the way to go. But, you know, in his two-year run, I feel like he did what he did. Pitt's offense was 114 total yards in the season, Um, you know, and he had, what, five quarterbacks, five different starting quarterbacks. Keaton Salavis, Nate Yarnell, Nick Patty, Phil Jerk, you know what I'm saying, Christian Valair. I can't say some of these cats' names, but, you know, this (laughs) – this season he had numerous injuries on the O-line. It's just some things that he couldn't help. You know, he couldn't, he couldn't just get over that hump. There was injuries and you can't help that. So I feel like his cards were dealt the way they were. He did the best that he could. So it is what it is. I mean, shoot, I honestly can't say too much about it, but you know, my time with like, I had Whipple as my, like as my offensive coordin- coordinator. I not say that, but I he, I had him and he was a great, I, I think he was great. You know, he didn't get along with my receivers coach, coach Beatty or coach Marion, my two receivers coach. I actually had three receiver coaches, but I feel like Mark coach Whipple, he, he led us and Kenny Pickett because you know what I'm saying? He also coached the the quarterbacks. And I feel like that year that we won the ACC championship ring, you know what I'm saying? We all had to come together, and everybody was on the same page. But I feel like, you know, with Signetti, I, I think he he had, his, he had his own. He was on his own time. And at the end of the day, a man's got to do what a man's got to do. And, he, and they got him out of there. So, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is, man. I don't know. I, I just, it's bad news. So, that's the bad news segment right there. So, hopefully, he just picked up somewhere else
1: Mm Mm-hmm. and you know I think this was kind of something that people saw coming uh I don't Mm -hmm. think this was much of a shock whereas and again I hate to keep comparing it to the uh Steelers on the uh pit show here but uh you know Matt Canada you're like yeah the Steelers never really get rid of coaches mid-season it didn't happen since around World War II the last time they did that (laughs) But uh, you know, you had you kinda of had this feeling Pitt was gonna hang on to Signetti till the end of the year. They had so much turnover at quarterback this year, I don't think they wanted to change even more for the rest of that offense or even for whoever ended up being under center. But uh yeah. I don't think it really came as a shock that the minute the clock hit zero after the day of their final game, they said, All right, uh, you can get out of here. Do want to clarify, uh, not that we said anything to uh kind of push it the other direction, but this was not a firing. They just opted not to re-up his deal, which did end at the conclusion of the season. So I guess we can't run around saying it was a firing, but uh, they decided not to bring him back, which sounds a lot more professional, I guess, and is much better for uh, his resume other than saying Pitt canned me. But, uh, yeah, any final (laughs) thoughts there, Zay, on uh, either your time with Coach Signetti or what you kind of want to see from whoever replaces him, perhaps?
0: Um, I feel like the that Pitt needs a more more energetic offensive coordinator, you know. I think he was he was a good guy. I don't have no nothing bad to say about him. He was a good guy. You know, I wish him the best and let's just find a new offensive coordinator to get the job done.
1: Yeah. And, absolutely. Three yeah, three nine. That's ugly. That's gonna be a season where uh they hope to forget Going to be a season where Zay and probably a lot of others go. No, 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 no. We're not. We. We ain't talking about that. Not. Not today. Right. Uh, anyway, he's not the only Pit Panther to leave the program. Uh, some mm. players declaring for the draft. Some for the portal. Uh, Zay yeah. you told me you had the Good master news. list. Good news. So Good why news. why don't we start Let's... with the uh, the bad news? Actually, not gonna not gonna run things here. Why don't we start with the bad news? Why don't we talk about David Green for a bit, and then we can get into who's going to the next level. little be happy for him rather than go, these guys left, and then, uh, well, screw this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, my main
0: man, David Green, my man number two on defense, man. He was a powerhouse. I feel like he has all the attributes of being a great D-lineman, man. He was a great leader, great person. That's my dog for sure. He, he was When I was a freshman, you know, I, I seen I was just like, yo, this this guy is a North pause. He's just a big dude, bro. Just muscle everywhere. And man, let me tell you, he he, he just he's real soft hearted. He had a soft hearted guy. And he always plays music in the morning. Always. He just blasting church music. And he always told me he thought he had better playlists than me. I'm here to tell today he does not have a better playlist than me. So we always argued back and forth who had a better playlist because we always listened to old school music. We're old souls. So we, me and him we used to always listen to old school music together. So I, I, it's cool to see my main man, David Green. Number two, heart like, and heart the defense, I say, because he, he brings the soul to the, the defense. So I, it's good to see him declare for the draft and I'm proud of him. And, and, and you know I'm happy for his family. So I, I hope everything and and God, uh, you know, what I'm saying, I hope he, he's real, real happy about you know going to the next level, and I hope he gets there for real. That's my dog. And yeah, yeah. you also got, you also have a couple others declaring for the draft. My man, my main man, Marquez Williams, my main man, Matt Gonzalez. Um, I don't know if uh, MJ is going to declare yet. I haven't heard anything from him, uh, MJ Devonshire or Bub Memes, but mm-hmm. I feel like they will. I heard rumor has it that they will, but. My main man, Quez, bro. I have clips of me and him going at it in practice. Woo. When I tell you, he he would never say it in front. He would never say it over oh, like in and loud. But I, I, me and him would go at it in practice. Me and him for sure went at it. Me and Marquez, cause he was first to jam. He has an inch of mirror technique because he's not the biggest dude, but he have to put his hand out. He he would put a jam. Jammy with his right arm. But man, I. Going against him at practice, it was always fun, and I just wish him the best, you know? And I, I, I really, size doesn't matter, it's all heart, and he's he's the definition of that. So, shout out to him. And Matt Gonzalez, he was in my class. He was in my 2019, me and him came in together. And him going to the, the declaring for the draft is like a pretty big deal because, you know, offensive linemen really don't get that much love, but he brings the juice. Man, we just wanna talk about somebody with energy, Matt Gonzalez got the energy, and I'm proud of him too. And shout out to 2019 class because that class is was scary. That 2019 class was scary, but um, yeah, uh, that's that's good news for you. Good news, <laughs> man. Forget the bad news. That's good news.
1: <laughs> that is good news, and I totally botched when I sent it over to you because I wanted to start with saying linebacker Brandon George is entering the transfer portal. Uh, mm, very big. Very big veteran presence there, 117 tackles. He has one year of eligibility left, so whoever scoops him up uh, going to get a very good veteran leader on their hands. Zay, any comments on him before we get back into the, the good news? I'm sorry. I just totally needed to correct that. I butchered that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you good. Brandon George. So he's also I, – I, I say I consider him Jersey. I consider him a Jersey native, so – that's my dog, you know, I mean, he's also class of 2019, by the way. So, and he is probably a massive. He, when I say he goes 100,000 miles per hour, every time he goes 100, he's a tryhard. No no cap, he is a tryhard. I would not arm wrestle him. He's a big dude, but I really am proud of him. I hope he goes somewhere that, you know, fits where he wants. And, you know, he he's a dog. So whoever gets him, Got a dog for sure, cause he's smart. He reads. He knows how to cover, and best believe he knows how to tackle for sure. Cause I hate, I hated getting tackled by him in freaking practice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. I, I,
1: I'm laughing in pain. I'm not. I'm laughing like, oh damn, that has to hurt. Not ha You got wrecked. You know that's. Don't take it that way. Uh, no, anyway. Back back to the good news, back to the good news. David Green, uh, team captain, he waited his turn, too. He came in with, of course, class of 19, uh, I believe, and he waited his turn by some very talented players and ended up becoming a leader on this team. Uh, I think he had eight or so sacks, eight and a half maybe sacks in his time with Pitt, became a veteran leader, a veteran presence, and uh, you want to see him succeed, obviously. Everything I've read about him sounds like he's a pretty good guy. Uh, team leader obviously and being named a captain so uh, it's gonna be a big loss for Pitt but definitely something you want to keep your eye on uh, when he goes to that next level and as for Williams you know just very good in that secondary uh, I believe I saw that he didn't allow a touchdown in two of his last three seasons with uh, Pitt mm-hmm. and he started all three of those seasons as well and this year was another year where he didn't let in a touchdown five foot eight US SHORT KINGS HAVE TO STAY TOGETHER AT (laughs) 5'9". YOU KNOW, I GOT TO GO OUT THERE AND I GOT TO SHOUT HIM OUT. Uh, AND ALSO, I'M FROM ERIE, BOB SANDERS, NOT A BIG GUY AT ALL, BUT HE WENT OUT THERE FOR THE COLTS AND HE WAS A BALLER. SO, YOU KNOW, SOME SIMILARITIES THERE. JUST A REALLY uh, NOT SUPER TALL GUY. DON'T WANT TO CALL ANYONE SMALL (laughs) BECAUSE I AM ME. AND uh, I'M NOT GOING TO INTIMIDATE ANYONE WITH MY STATURE. BUT, YEAH, JUST A GUY, MAYBE NOT THE TALLEST GUY OR MOST PHYSICALLY, you know. Insanely oh, looking man. player, but he's gonna go out there and he's gonna play his heart out and He's done that all year and he's uber talented Absolutely. and uh, he can make some moves at the next level. I think
0: On another positive note, they came out with the all ACC team and guess who's on there Five pick players. Can I get a round of applause? Woo-hoo. So you have Donovan McMillan Safety, you know, he was a transfer too and he, did a, he had a really great season. You know, you had to shout them out, how, how he played. You know, he was a ball hawk. Gavin Bartholomew, I don't know if I said his last name right, but he is a dog, big dog, man. Tight end, he always proves to be and always shows up every game. You know what I'm saying? Even though I think he didn't play a couple games because he got injured, but he definitely deserves an all- ACC um bub memes he showed up every game receiver in the room come on shout out the receivers receivers need to get the love that they deserve i love receivers you know what i'm saying and he balled out this season um mj you know mj devon he's no need to explain that and kenneth johnson the the, the freshman so he's also a receiver so it, it's it just goes to show that you know in the in the in the bad news there's always the good that outweighs the bad so all acc that's an honor and I, i'm really proud of those guys that got all acc and you know we just gotta try to take the good and just keep on going you know just mm-hmm. keep on going with the good just keep swimming with the good like dory would say just keep swimming with the good and you know, you'll, they'll make their way to P Sherman 42 Wallaby Way Sydney one day, you know. And, and that's the national championship. I don't know when that'll be, but you know, they'll make their way to P Sherman 42 Wallaby Way Sydney one day. You know, they just
1: got to keep swimming with the positives. I that was incredible. I forgot about Wallaby Way, but yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's a a great list of players there. You know, some coming back. I think Johnson obviously already getting an honor like that just shows how good he's going to be, maybe with some better coaching, uh, too, at least you'd like to think. Uh, Gavin Bartholomew getting that honor even though he was hurt for a good chunk of the year. He's just a really big threat at tight end, and he was a very reliable hand out there, and his loss was kind of felt uh the entire time he was out this year uh but yeah good to see and again it's one of those marvelous news as you would say where yeah this season wasn't great in terms of record but there's still some really good pieces to this program and some guys who are going to help lead the change uh starting next season zay this has been a wild one man let me tell you it's
0: always a wild one but you can't remember you can't take the negatives and outweigh the positives you just gotta what Keep swimming. Just keep swimming to, to victory. You feel me? It's a wild one, but you know what? Next
1: episode is going to be even better. Yes, it should be. Because I think we have an interview set up today. If you want to uh, yes, tease we that do. A bit here.
0: Yes, we do. We'll have Trey Tipton. Trey Tipton will be coming on the next episode. Former receiver Disney award winner. He, he definitely does it all. He's played in the for pit for like 20 years i'm exaggerating but he played for a long time when i got there he was like a a second year senior covid year plus man he but he's a goat he taught Mm -hmm. me everything i know about being a receiver and learning routes reading the defenses man he's very experienced all love that's my brother and i'm I'm happy to have him on the show and i as you guys listening should too because he's got wisdom and y'all hear it
1: soon so make sure y'all tune in next time for sure Absolutely. Played for Pitt for 20 years, which uh, I have some jokes with my buddies. Don't tell him I said that. Oh, I won't. I won't. (laughs) I won't. I'm just, that's just making me laugh because I got some buddies who are Ohio State fans. And I always talk about JT Barrett was there for about 20 years. So that's just funny to hear. (laughs) Funny, some of those guys just feel like they never graduate. That's not a dig at all. But yeah, Trey Tipton, awesome guy from what I've heard. Uh, I know he does a lot to give back to the local uh, Pittsburgh community I mean, here. So definitely yeah. a lot to talk about with him. Very excited to uh, have him on. And we're grateful for all of you for tuning into this one, following us these last few weeks of the season. And uh, we hope you stick with us once the off season rolls around. And uh, we're going to hopefully get some pretty good interviews lined up, starting with Trey Tipton, of course. And we're going to hopefully just keep a carousel of guys revolving around, picking their brains and uh, seeing – what's happening this offseason. And maybe we'll even talk about pit basketball. Maybe just a little bit of that, because they seem to have some hoopers on that team, and it should be a pretty good year for them. So we'll be sure to shout them out whenever we get the chance.
0: Absolutely. We're going to get everybody on, and we're going to have a blast. So make sure y'all tune in. Don't forget to tune in next week <laughs> or whatever.
1: Or whenever. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll see you next time. Whenever.